Aloha family and friends. Thanks for logging in to another episode of Simply Living Fearlessly with me, Ariel Wallace Wong, where we talk about all things health and wellness. Aloha everyone. Happy, happy Monday. It is going to be a beautiful and a glorious week and I can feel it in my bones. I am feeling recharged. I have gotten time to refuel. I have gotten time to re-energize myself and I have gotten time to recharge and refocus. And you know, one of the beautiful things about the opportunity to refuel, re-energize, recharge, and refocus is it's really about me. It is about all things for me. And I want to apologize to you folks who were looking for an episode last week of the podcast. I normally would make some type of announcement to say that, hey, I I'm going to postpone the episode, but every day I had this intentionality that I wanted to show up for you folks and I wanted to release another episode and I just couldn't do it. And I know I've shared this with some of you folks so far, but I couldn't give you something that wasn't whole. I couldn't just pull something out of nowhere. I needed to really be intentional about what I wanted to share with you and what I wanted to talk about. And, you know, It's so important that we are honest with ourselves first and we honor our mental health before we honor anything else that comes in our life. And I truly believe that if we are not whole ourselves, it is hard for us to do the work that needs to be done or be the person that needs to be out in the world to make the impact that we are trying to make an impact on the world around us. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm trying to be the change that I would like to see in the world. And I'm trying to practice what I preach through all things that I am learning and sharing with all of you folks. I am human. I am not perfect. This is my truth. And I hope that today's words really, really inspire all of you. And that's today's topic. We are going to talk about the four things that you can do to refuel, re-energize, recharge, and refocus to refuel, re-energize, recharge, and refocus. Four things that you can do. And I couldn't be more excited than to share this with you because I am living it, breathing it, feeling it, and putting it in action right now in real time, in real time. And it is so fresh in my mind that this is such an easy topic for me to talk about with you folks and share with you. And by no means are there only four things that you can do to do these types of things like refueling, re-energizing, recharging, and refocusing. But these are the four that I did to help me get back on track. So let's talk about that first. Let's talk about life's curveballs and let's talk about how life will always throw us into different spaces and places that maybe we didn't anticipate or expect to be in. And this has been huge for me. In the last couple of weeks, I have been thrown a bunch of curveballs. Uh, A few weeks ago, I was traveling and I got back and I had this huge plan to kind of get into my mojo of things and 
just accomplished everything that I needed to get done. And I had a plan. I'm not going to lie. Like I knew exactly what I was going to do, you know, getting back into shape physically, mentally, emotionally with my workplace um, and just a bunch of different projects that I had working. And you know what? It didn't go as planned. And that's life for you. And I really wanted to touch upon this lived experience that I had before I get started to give you some background understanding of why I chose to do this and why you folks didn't get an episode last week, which I'm sorry that you didn't get an episode, but at the same time, I'm not sorry as well because I would rather give you guys the truth and wholeness rather than something that was half-hearted. You deserve that. You're that important to me. And this is that important to me. With that being said, I came back from this trip, totally had a plan. Nothing went to the ways that I thought it was going to be. I was uber focused and I was on my grind and doing a million things and it just didn't really work out the way that I wanted it to. And so when I got back, I was super overwhelmed, lots of things that I needed to accomplish and I had to take a second to refuel. And that's the biggest thing. I had to take a second to refuel and recharge and re-energize, refocus. And the first thing I did was I needed to stop. I just needed to stop. I needed to stop worrying about things. My worry was literally killing me. Have you ever like had a moment where you just have so much to do, so much responsibility and so much like that you're feeling like you're behind that that worry physically is taking a toll on you. Somatically, your tummy is unsettled. Maybe you have headaches. You have like you can't sleep. You're having just a bunch of issues. That was me. I was so worried about all the things that I needed to do that I couldn't sleep. I felt uncomfortable sleeping because I felt I needed more hours in a day to get what I needed to get done. And more importantly, I felt like I needed to do everything for everyone in order for me to be back on track. But that was wrong. I needed to stop worrying and that's what I did. And one of the things that helped me to stop worrying about all the things I was thinking about and needed to do is I needed to stop living in the past and the the future. I needed to stop living in the past and the future. I kept thinking about all the things that I forgot to do or missed out on or I was late for and then I started thinking about all the things that I had coming up and I was just so stressed out about thinking and worrying that I was missing out on all the beauty in the present. I was literally taking for granted everything that was happening in the present and I could feel kind of myself being upset more easily because of things that were not going my way in the present now that was a big part of the worry but I think another big part of it was in my mind I was telling myself that I had to do a million and one things 
And I think that self-talk was putting so much pressure on me that I, it made me worry even more. And the thing about worrying is it causes so much stress on our bodies physically, emotionally, and mentally that we literally start to wither away because of all of the negative thinking that we're having. And it's unfair. And so to combat the worrying and all of that, one of the things that I did is I literally had to tell myself, divine timing, Ariel, divine timing. All things come in divine timing and things are meant for you at a certain pace, at a certain time with certain people. And you have to be okay with divine timing. You can't force things. You can't make things happen. You can't let yourself be withered away. You have to understand who you are, you know, holistically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And you need to take that time for you to trust in where you are right now and to know that what you did today and what you're doing is all a part of a bigger purpose and passion that is to come to fruition over time. Mind you, This can be very, very challenging for those of you folks who have children, those of you folks who have multiple jobs and all types of demanding career fields because you have deadlines, you know, you have a family to feed, you have money to be made, you have bills to be paid. But remember to keep in mind the things that are happening today and don't sabotage tomorrow. You know, don't sabotage tomorrow by worrying about um, today, by worrying about yesterday. Don't sabotage today by worrying. You know what I mean? You got to give yourself grace to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to be here today. I have a plan. This is what we're going to try to do. And you know what? I'm going to do what I can do. And I'm not going to worry about all the things that I didn't do or that I'm trying to do in the future. Okay, so being present. The second thing you can do to refuel, recharge, re-energize, and refocus is avoid, at all costs, guys, avoid, avoid toxic people and situations. Avoid toxic people and situations. Energy vampires. Oh, my goodness. We got to have a whole segment on this topic right here energy vampires we've all got them in our lives we've all been surrounded by one before and trust me these are people who love to take and they will take and take and take and take as much as they can from you because guess what it costs them nothing and it's completely free in order for you to fully fully refuel recharge re-energize refocus you've got to avoid these people and these situations at all costs and i know sometimes some people feel like this is their workplace or this is their family or this is their friendships and you know where and who is going to be that trigger for you and is going to cause you to feel some type of negative way and avoid it at all costs i always ask myself this question if it disrupts my peace i'm not going there If it disrupts my peace, I am not going there. Have you ever had a friend or a family member or even your relationship that every single time you had a conversation with that person, it was negative? 
literally all they wanted to do was talk about bad stuff there was never happiness or emphasizing what is going great it's always what's going wrong and sooner or later it starts to feel like well i left the conversation with nothing i came chipper happy energized and i left feeling defeated When those types of things start to happen in a pattern over and over and over, that is a huge cue for you that your peace is being disrupted and to stay away from those situations and those people because it is taking more from you than it is adding to you. And this has been a huge one for me personally because I'm constantly loving on other people constantly trying to find ways to enhance the lives of the people I love the most and I was just talking about this with my friends the other day is we are always wanting the best for our friends for our family for the people around us and we want so much to love on other people and give them this wholehearted and full care that they deserve that we end up dishonoring ourselves in the process this is huge i'm gonna say it again we end up dishonoring ourselves in the process of loving on others because we believe that we are not as valuable in our mental health with our time and with our peace because we want to show up for other people but that's where you're wrong if you're feeling drained and you're feeling like you just don't have much in you to go and you're kind of chugging you need to avoid the places and the spaces and the people that are causing you to feel that way so you can give yourself a fair chance so that way you can honor yourself honor your mental health honor your overall health and wellness by giving yourself the best spaces and places to thrive and be the best version of you Why would you want to do anything less for yourself if you truly, truly love yourself? That is the number one self-love right there. And number three thing you can do to refuel, recharge, re-energize, and refocus is you can respond to situations, but do not react to them. Respond to situations, but do not react to them. There is only so much that we can do with our mind and the avoidance of these toxic places, people, and situation. There are always going to be things that happen in life that are out of our control. This includes people that we cross paths with. This includes our careers and our workplace. This includes experiences that might come up, unfortunate events of life. It's always going to happen. There's no way that we can fully avoid experiences and life. There's no way. So you gotta get that get that out of your mind already. There's you can't avoid the experiences and life itself. But what you can do is you can choose to respond rather than react. And I want to be very clear about what I'm saying here. Although I believe there is beauty in all experiences, 
it is more about what is to be learned than what is to have first triggered you. It is more important to learn than it is to allow the trigger to take over. And when you think about the reaction that we have, because with every action, there comes a reaction. You know this. This is true. Um, We choose how we're going to react, right? But is the reaction our first thought always the best thought? No. Our reaction is based on a set of different values we have, perspectives, life experiences. The reaction in a lot of cases is kind of our first instinct, like just comes out. It's usually not very well thought out. It's not usually something that includes like what the next step is after the reaction itself. And a lot of times we end up saying or doing things that are extremely hurtful to the people we love and the spaces that we would like to enter and be healthy and thriving contributors to because we just full-on don't think and we just do and the part of this that is dangerous is there are a lot of times that we can't take those actions or words or experiences back and then we end up in this regret or this kind of space where we wish we didn't do that and that's where you really want to think about this idea of responding rather than reacting and really having an intentional response to the situation. For instance, if a driver cuts you off on the highway and you're super irritated because you're thinking to yourself, like, why did this guy just cut me off? Like, so annoying, you know, like getting in my way. Now you're going slow. Like, what did you do that for? Like, turn your blinker on. Like, what the heck? I've been here before. Trust me, my driving. Um, I definitely oftentimes feel very triggered and I feel like I just want to like speed up on the side of them and be like, what the heck, right? Or like, why would you do that? But instead, your response is everything, you know? Is it worth getting angry or upset over that somebody pulled in front of you? Is it going to alter your day dramatically? And is it going to alter your life? And if it's not, why is it worth that much energy? (laughs) If it is not going to alter your life or your day dramatically, why is it worth that much energy? And if it is going to alter your life or your day, you know, like you got a child in the car and you could have got an accident and something could have went wrong and, and X, Y, and Z and this and that. How can you respond in a way that makes you comfortable and keeps you in a place of peace? Is it worth getting upset? What is the next thing that you could do to even make the situation like not have happened? Nothing. It already happened. So by you getting all upset and and feeling irritated, maybe even trying to do some road rage business, that's not going to solve anything. It's not going to make the event go away. If anything, it's just going to perpetuate the irritation that you have and you're just going to put yourself in a a more worse like mental health space. Like why? Why is that worth it? So instead of reacting to situations, remember to respond respond intentionally, respond intuitively. And one of the things that's beautiful um, is finding the silver lining in things, you know? 
it's really trying to understand like, hey, this didn't go well or that wasn't said the way that I wished it would. But you know what? Now I know better. And you know, now this is a learning lesson and I can move forward and I don't have to think or worry about this anymore. I can be at peace with it. So don't react, respond. And the last thing you can do to refuel, re-energize, recharge, and refocus is you can quit wondering what if and you can take some action, some targeted action. So quit wondering what if and take targeted action. The huge part about refocusing is about what you're going to be focusing on. And if you don't know what you're going to be focusing on, it's time to make a plan for what you want to focus on, for what is really driving you to do the things you do, say the things you say, and be in the space that you want to be in. Okay, And if you are not taking like a targeted action and you're not making specific and realistic and and like smart thought out goals, what is the point, right? And another part about making smart targeted goals is, you know, a lot of times when we don't know what we want to do next or we're like a little bit confused about if we're making the right decisions and we're moving in the right spaces is... We get into this decision fatigue, decision fatigue, and the decision fatigue really comes from us thinking about too many things at one time and being extremely indecisive. And I am notorious for this, the decision fatigue of wanting to do a million things at once, having so many creative ideas in one short period of time in one space that I can't even get one done because I'm all over the place. And I know we have all been here before where we feel just like really exhausted because we have so much to do and we don't even know where to start. But that's where all of these key things come into play because you give yourself, you know, and you honor yourself in this space of really, really reflecting on who it is you are, where you are now, and where you want to be, but allowing yourself to be in the moment first before you jump 20 steps ahead. A lot of times we just jump in. We're just jumping all over the place. We're just trying to make it happen. But think about it. You are literally jumping, 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 and everything is half full. You're not actually intentionally getting things done, which is even frustrating you more because you can't even fathom why it is you're working so hard, but yet you're so tired and you're not nearly where you want to be. And this is so pertinent for so many different things in life, you know, like our workplace, our relationships, you know, just new projects, maybe it's in school, whatever it is for you, you know, you need to quit wondering what if and take some targeted action, write things down, write things down, make a little checklist. I do that all the time, especially when I'm cleaning my house to stay on track, make a checklist, okay? And really focus on what it is you're going to get done on a daily basis on that checklist to get to your goal at the end of the week. Be realistic, you know, about what it is you're trying to accomplish. 
whatever it is that you do with your life, make sure that you are always taking time to refuel, re-energize, recharge, and refocus. Life is always going to throw you curveballs. It was always going to take you in different places. And it matters what you do to navigate all of those different trials and tribulations. And it matters that you are whole when you're navigating your life. That you are whole. That you are full of love, of focus, of happiness, of joy, of intentionality that you are living your purpose and passions and you can confidently say that because you take time to honor yourself. And if there's anything that I want you to leave with today, it is honoring yourself by refueling, re-energizing, recharging, and always refocusing whenever you feel that you need it. I want to thank you guys again for logging in to this powerful episode today for taking space out of your day to learn, invest in yourself. And I wish you guys a beautiful rest of your week. And I can't wait to touch bases with you next week and share with you some exciting things that are happening and also some of the great feedback that I've been receiving. Aloha.